HQ in beautiful South Pasadena, California. This is the Blue Mullet Podcast. <laughs> it's finally happened. It's happened. It's happened. What's going on, Dodgers Nation? My name is Clint. You can find me as RealFRG on Twitter and Instagram. And don't forget, say your real name first. Follow my real by name first. Guys, my name is Brooke. Handles. You can find me at BrookeMe3 on Twitter and Instagram. On today's show, trade season. Trade deadlines this week. Dodgers are involved on everybody. Uh, living, dead, doesn't matter. Retired. The Dodgers are in on them. And we got to talk about it. We'll, we'll, we'll give our, our take on it because, you know. We're a real big that's what we're here for. baseball insider types. Baseball, so baseball, baseball that's insiders. That's what we're here for. If it uh, passes the sniff test, it'll happen. Yeah, so Doug has the hot dog meter. Uh, we have the sniff test. Yeah. It's tried and true. It's done us well for years. Uh, this little thing I've been wanting to talk about for a little while. I'm calling it blue tinted glasses. You know, you've heard of the expression rose tinted glasses. Well, we'll uh, dig more into that a little bit later into the show. It's like beer goggles? Yes, but no. get those bad. <laughs> but no. Uh, we are going to play... A variation of let him play or DFA, so we can see if our magic powers really do uh, play or Work. FA. Uh, the Giants are uh, going to be playing the Dodgers again, <laughs> or the Dodgers are going to be, uh, you know, playing the Giants in San Francisco. Uh, there's a whole lot more. We're talking about our, our friends over at Chanter again. There's a new game. You guys have a chance to win a $200 gift card from Fanatics. So it's a bunch of cool stuff. But uh, before we get into the show, before we talk about all that and your lovely Los Angeles Dodgers, we've got to remind you this is a podcast. So if you can't watch the whole show and hang out with us, you can listen to us in your car, in your earbuds, in your hearts. I don't think they have that that app yet. But we are on iHeartRadio. We're on iTunes. We're on Stitcher, Player FM. All the spots your podcasts are available to listen to and eat for free we live there we also would uh i mean a whole bunch of us subscribe to our uh, youtube channel youtube.com slash dodgers nation tv we are really close to hitting a uh, nice little milestone there in terms of subs that would mean a whole lot to us uh so if you're not subscribed it doesn't hurt it literally does not hurt you to subscribe right now so go ahead if you guys are watching there uh go ahead and do that and download our app Gary's back, and he's very happy with uh, all the love that the app has got. So look, uh, search Dodgers Nation on your app store and uh, download it. That's enough hawking stuff. Eat fresh. All right. Let's dive right into it, guys. Uh, first, before we talk about trade stuff, let's talk about where uh, where we've been, where where uh, the Dodgers are right now, uh, particularly, or I guess a little bit beyond the mullet record of 2-1. Two and one. They're 2-2 two and two since we last did a show because... Well, Kenley blew a save again. Yeah, um, I suggested that he he pitched that game, so I'm going to put this on me because we pregame that day. Uh, it was the right call. It just did not work out well. Luckily, Kenley came in, got the save on Saturday, looked good. Uh, he got a, a a great, a nice warm ovation from the crowd. Uh, it, it feels like there's no hard feelings for the booing. He gets it, and he wants to be better. Where are you at on the, on the the Kenley situation? I will say that I apologize because we were. Uh... We were both of the same. Apparently, we this is the first time us and Dave Roberts have ever thought the same because we were like, he's got to get in that night, yeah. Thursday night, right? Yeah, yeah Thursday. Thursday. Like he's got to get in, you know, get him back in there. I guarantee he'll lock down the save. And to be fair, several moments in that game where he should have locked down that mm-hmm. save. You had the ground ball, obviously to short, which was 
I, did you like how Dave like wanted to throw Sheldon under the bus, but like didn't do it by name, but did it? Yeah. Then he say he you know several times should have like, stretched stretch, out more. Yeah. If he stretches, he, we have that win. Yeah. You know, if we stretch, we have that win. If he just stretches, we have that win several I, times. Where I, I, on, later on the show, obviously we we have a, a bit of an idea of what we're going to talk about on the show. That's how we do this. That's how good shows run. Um, we're going to talk about Sheldon a little bit later, but man, the. Big swing and a miss, uh, by, like yeah. uh, in his at bats. <laughs> Big swing and a miss by by uh, Andy Friedman on that one. Granted, didn't give up that much. You know, they only traded away Choleric, but you know all the uh, all the headlines that followed Sheldon Noisy when he came to L.A. when the trade happened. It's like, oh, this is Max Muncy light, even though he's not light. It just hasn't worked out. He has not looked good. On, at any point, he's got an okay arm, but it's pretty erratic. He likes to to, to throw it low pretty often, but doesn't look great on defense. He's not a runner, uh, not a hitter, just um, not a fielder, not, yeah, not a baseball player. <laughs> Hopefully, he's, one day, give him time. He, he's one of those guys that has like the Luke Rayleigh quadruple A level look written all over him. Mm-hmm. Like he's gonna probably do well right. at AAA his entire career, and it's never gonna translate. If has that feeling to it, I hope I'm wrong. I hope he is. Like he has such a long swing, like, yeah. just in general, but. I digress. We're talking about Kenley. Yeah. I think I saw Leslie say that she, Kenley makes her want to break things. I think we all go through phases like that. Kenley goes through phases like that. Ken, Kenley's good for like two separate weeks throughout the course of a season where he is just absolute dog poop. You're welcome, Lucas. Uh, and it, it's just he's going to have that every year. And you hope it's just not in October. He just hope it doesn't time up like that in 2017, one of those weeks. October. And you look back at it, he had probably one other bad week in that year. So I think he's good for it. It's going to happen. Um, I'm not too worried about it. I, I, you know, We have our feelings about Kenley Jansen, but you look about it at his overall numbers and if you didn't know, if you didn't watch those last two games, you'd be like, "Holy hell, this guy's having an amazing season!" Yeah. But unfortunately, we watched those last two games. We were at one of them, and that made it a little bit worse. So, in terms of how worried am I? Not really. I don't think it really like spurs on a trade like people seem to think it is. No, uh, I mean immediately the uh, uh, all the internet um, trade rumor people. Mike Hawk was out there. <laughs> Mike Hawk, uh, yeah, by Phil, uh, Phil Acio, Mike Hawk, getting uh, uh, linking Craig Kimbrell to the to the Dodgers. I mean, you look at like the the Kimbrell noise; it's been pretty non-existent. I th- yeah, because that's feels- that's a weird one because you know he's being traded. Yeah, you know he's being traded, but it's so dead quiet that you're like, oh, something's <laughs> happening. <laughs> uh, before we get into, is, I've seen a few people asking about the uh, Jose Barrio stuff. Uh, give us like two more minutes. The biggest takeaways from uh, the last week of Dodger baseball, really last week plus, you you, you kind of take a step back and you realize this team really could probably be a game or two ahead in the division instead of being two games back. It is what it is. There's still a lot of baseball. It's not early by any stretch of the imagination. There's still a lot of baseball left. The injury bug still has not gone away, which really uh, suits the big tuna. Belly on the night where he finally gets a couple of hits. His hamstring goes out again. It looks like this time it's not going to, you know, sideline him. But then again, last time Dave was like, oh, we don't expect him to be sidelined. a few days. We'll give him a break. Give him a blow. (laughs) Give him a blow. And then he was out for like two, three weeks or whatever the hell it was. But he's hurt again. Looks like he's going to play. Dave Roberts said, it's your hamstring. And he said, but I'm not a pig. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, but Dave, I'm Cody. I'm a human. <laughs> Mookie finally officially to the injured list. They realize it's just plainly not going to happen, so he will miss the upcoming series against the Giants, which also sucks. But uh, you hope maybe there's a Seager sighting. It doesn't seem like that. He's playing in uh, in Arizona right now, and he most likely will need a rehab assignment. So you really need a lot out of the rotation. The rotation we'll get into later for that series. Miserium over on YouTube says, moral of the story, stop getting hits and stay healthy. <laughs> That's how it works out. Yeah, yeah, good call. I like that. YOLO. Uh, Lux, recovering, still out. That's fine. Kershaw through on Sunday. He's in the ramp up. He's probably going to be throwing live BP on Tuesday. So some positive there on the starting rotation front because at some point, as we've said a number of times on this show, we the, 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 the team needs to be able to give a blow, if you will, to Walker Bueller. They need to be able to give a blow to Julio, Julio because Julio is over now his uh, career innings limit. He's passed, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, and, and that was back in 2016 before uh, several, you know, or not several, before a major shoulder operation and all that. On a plus side, as Monica points out, Max Muncy dad strength incoming. So everybody's hurting and, oh, and, and falling off the grid. But I Watch mean, out, if Ocean. he's already as strong as he is and now he's a dad, dad? he's actually going to hit it into the ocean, not the bay. <laughs> dad strength, Max. Girl dad, Max. Against the Giants in San Francisco, 30 home runs. Easy. Oh, this, this series, oh, 30 God. home runs, Max oh. Muncy. You guys could book it, uh, or my name is not Brooke Me Three. Yeah, they, uh, they say, trust the guy with the mullet in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> no one has ever said that. Following up on that, though, Mookie's hip, obviously, it's an issue. We have our opinions on how the entire situation was handled. I would like to know what everybody else thought, because immediately our first thought was uh, IL. Like, you know, he had he had Saturday off, or he came out Saturday, had yeah. Sunday off, initially in Monday, and then got scratched, and we were like, all right, well, he'll probably go on the aisle and after then he that. And, it, and just some kept going and yeah. kept kicking the can down the line and kept kicking it down the line, and then yesterday, finally, like, yeah, we're going to IL him. Like, it's like, what the hell, guys? Like, wh- when did this decision come in your mind where you're like, you know what, we're just going to keep going until, you know, we can't anymore, and then be like, yeah, you got to IL. My, know, my bad, bud. The, the, there was one blurb that Dave Roberts said that was incredibly telling to me, and he was like, like, he he found his way of uh, around saying there are no better options in the minor leagues. Like we're fine playing a man short <laughs> over putting DJ Peters on the roster. He's like, who the hell do you want in there? Yeah, there there is no quality Triple uh, A depth right now, not, and, no. and this is the first time the Dodgers have had to deal with this. The first time fans have had to deal with this in quite some time. So it's it's a little rough. You want like Matt Davidson on the roster or something like that? He's still down there. He's still down there. Yoshi Sutsko's is hitting a little bit now. All of a sudden, uh, of course, DJ's still down there, and I don't know what he's doing, he but not, I imagine not he doing is very not well. Not hitting. Yeah, you know, was down there is uh, Kiebert, 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 but uh, more on him later. He can Rumors. Play, he can play right field. He didn't he offer? Didn't he, he said say? I'll play anywhere they want me he to. He just wants to play. He got, he's got to build that trade value, you know. My man's like, dude, just let me play baseball. Is there <laughs> something above sky high? In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. 
Well, it's Trade Talk 5. This should, uh, I guess, technically be the second to last if we are doing a show this Thursday. Um, it's now or never. This is the time to start making some moves happen. The hot stove is starting to crank up. Just uh, minutes before we went live, Andrew Chafing, as the the, uh, the crowd called it last week in the chat, Chafing goes to the A's from the Cubs. Uh, Cub is from the Cubs, right? So Cubs continue their... Uh, <laughs> we don't know where Chafing's at anymore. <laughs> their intro into their fire sale, because they were supposed to get rid of everybody, and so far it's just been Peterson and... Remember when they were a dynasty? <laughs> I was talking to a Cubs fan about Stupid that. Stupid-ass Brizzo. <laughs> They 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 were a difference maker, all right. But the rumors are starting to get a little hot, a little warming up. Let's dive in, see if these pass the sniff test. Of course, the biggest one today came from JP Morosi. The Dodgers are among the teams linked in conversations with the Twins for righty Jose Barrios. Where did uh, where where does that sit on the sniff test for you? Yeah, I like the control. Not like his, you know, personal control. I mean, like the club control. I think it makes sense. I think Barrios is a guy that's been connected to the Dodgers in the past in recent history. So in that sense, it makes sense. You look at Barrios and who he is and what he does. Kind of makes sense as an Andrew Friedman type of arm. Mm-hmm. I think cost is the biggest thing, though. I yeah. think that's going to be the separator. I think that they're going to be... If you're a fringe team, so like a, I guess I, I guess we're calling the Padres a fringe team. I don't even know what to call them anymore. But no. they're a fridge team. They're it's right on the edge of part. making the playoffs. Yeah, it's gonna <laughs> someone's gonna pull that up. You're gonna be on Reddit again. Um, Barrios would make a ton of sense for the Padres, and they have the prospect capital to get it done. I don't think the Dodge the Dodgers have the prospect capital to get it done, but the they don't have the immense prospect capital depth to consider doing it. That's my opinion. On yeah. That. So I don't think that they'll go all in for it. <clears throat> I think that Andy Friedman will be in there to drive the cost up for either San Francisco or the Padres is the hope. And then somebody will send a blending. I don't ultimately think he leaves uh, Minnesota this year though. I think he stays put my, uh, my quick hit take uh, is probably inaccurate, but just for, for the uh, soups and giggles of it. Um, Ooh, soups and giggles. The, the fact that we're hearing about this, uh, five days, four days before the trade deadline, it gives it less teeth for me because Andy Friedman does not let anything get out of the house. So the fact that you know Morosi's out there, Morosi's just he's spitballing. He's trying. He's aware that this team wants to trade a starter. He's aware the Dodgers need a starter. So they just throw the links out there. People like us pick it up, and we all survive. That's what it is. Yeah. This is just uh, doing due diligence at trade deadline for uh, for headlines. That's my opinion. Let me know what you think in the comments. Go ahead and give us a call at uh, five 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 five. Yeah. Another name that popped up, and this was, I mean, this is one's been kind of floating. We know this guy's probably going to be moved at the deadline. His injured injury makes it a little more complicated. Mm-hmm. But Danny Duffy's name's been floated around a lot. This is his second, I think, flexure strain is what they're calling it yeah. of the year. And based on the timeline of his last flexure strain, which I guess you can go off of, he's probably going to be out till September, start of September. Yeah. Number one, pretty probably going to be moved uh kansas city's i think 15 games out of uh out of first place in their division which is you know the white Sox division probably um mm-hmm. last year of his contract eloy's titties back today eloy's titty way. returned uh he has risen back from the dead <laughs> <laughs> uh what do you think do the dodgers have a real interest on this because in my opinion i was like look the dude will probably come at a discount because he is going to be on the aisle and in terms of discount it's you know it's all relative and marginal, but I have two thoughts on it. One, the Dodgers have had success in this kind of move before because Rich Hill was injured when they acquired he him was. in 2016. Yeah. Ended up being a lot more injured throughout the season, and 
obviously we know how the Dick Mountain uh, tenure turned out for the Dodgers turned out very well. I think though, in this case, if they're going to go, if they're going to get somebody like a Danny Duffy, where it's kind of a flyer, and you're not going to get him right away, it makes more sense just to throw some money at Cole Hamels and see what you get because you're not giving up any prospects. It's just money at that point, and you're already well over the the luxury tax threshold. So you have a dude who's done it in the past. He's a World Series MVP in 2008. Give me Cole Hamels before trading for somebody that's not really a game changer like Danny Duffy. Unless on the flip side of that, Whit Merrifield's involved. <laughs> well, we're now talking on the flip side of that, though. You in Cole Hamels, you don't really have a built-up pitch count. Where are you going to get out of him? Yeah, but if he hasn't pitched in a game since uh, last year, mm-hmm. and that was like but the at the same time, Duffy's hurt, so he's going to be out for X amount of time yeah, that's longer. True, but I think uh, and the Dodgers have no right. problem throwing a dude not quite ready in as an opener. Uh, they do that pretty often. <laughs> They'd be like, oh yeah, he can get us like sixty pitches, and then we, I mean, if they, whatever, you can get three, four innings out of a dude while he's still building up. I guess you can try it. Either both of the, these options here are imperfect to me, unless, like I said, Merrifield's involved in some way because these boys need some help. Sorry, Gavin Lux is not the answer in 2021. I think if they went a Cole Hamels route, they would get like a multiple Cole Hamels route. So they would get Cole Hamels and a guy like Cole Hamels who is not going to throw you a ton of innings or not going to be ready to go right out the gate. Yeah, yeah. I think that would make a lot of sense. Uh, Another another name, uh, I'll be honest, I don't know as much about the dude, but Tyler Anderson from the Pittsburgh has been kind of soft link to L.A. Another Morosi one. Soft link, is that a new uh, (laughs) Papa Cantella's brand? (laughs) This just seems like classic John Morosi tactics. He gets put on air. And he's like, shit, I need to say something. I need to say something. Oh, yeah, this guy, they're really, they're deep in talks right now. And then he writes it, and other people write it. And that's how John Morosi lives. Like us. <laughs> we do that. Yeah, but we don't really write about our own uh, stuff. We just say things and then forget it. Well, I, I don't even listen to myself when I talk, anyways, like right now. I'm not listening to myself. Hey, when'd you get here? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> hey, nice, Tyler... nice Theo 55 shirt you got there. Oh, Where'd look you at get that, that from? Beautiful. Huh? Did you get Go that from GearUp.LA? Want to see the back? This is this is you can't see it. This is great. Hold on, wait. Good Let's content can, for can the you podcast. Get a, you got a doorbell cam? I don't think so. <laughs> Hello. Anyway, uh, Tyler Anderson. He's one of those guys that I mentioned very very early on in uh, mm-hmm. trade season. I think probably trade season one is when we started talking about this. He's not a guy that's going to super impress you. He's not a guy that's going to be lights out for you. He's not a guy that's going to carry you to the playoffs like a U Darvish midseason acquisition or anything like that. He is a guy who's going to make a ton of starts for you. Going to pitch a bunch of innings for you. He's going to take the pressure off of one Bacher Wheeler <laughs> and one Julio. Um, is going to take the pressure off of JoJo Gray and David yeah. Price, things like that. I think he is going to come at a much cheaper cost than what you're looking at for a lot of these other arms. So because of that, this is one of the guys that I'm most in on, which doesn't quite add up, but it also helps support my theory. And I want to be right. And that's the only reason why I think that this is a very real possible scenario because i just want to be right you know good for you i i I believe in you i don't uh but i don't i don't see i don't see a pittsburgh move happening but then again they're they're moving bodies could make sense um i can't even remember the last time those these two teams have like connected on a trade so the pirates and dodgers yeah david freeze is it the freezer trade yeah freezer trade 2018 so it's been a while and uh I, I'm I'm still of the opinion that Andrew is gonna. Honestly, I mean, man, no, he has really no choice. I, I think he really wants to just look internal, 
but as the Padres keep making moves, obviously they just traded for Adam Frazier, who's leading the league in hits. Uh, so it's a good move. They're trying to get rid of Eric Hosmer, which is a good move. Uh, think of how much better that Remember makes. Remember when that wasn't a bad contract? <laughs> think of how much better that makes the Padres just getting rid of Eric Hosmer. That would make them so much better. If they could find somebody to even take on a little bit of his contract. <laughs> now just second, but the, just, like the lack of production. Oh, just getting rid of him in general. Getting yeah, rid of the, the warm true. body uh, there at first base and in the lineup. Because that's, I mean, Cronenworth is a beast, and you're able to play him there. And I got Frazier up there at second base. Good combo up the middle with Frazier and, and uh, Tatis, man. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. Uh, another one I think happened today or last night. Jim Bowden of the MLB.coms said uh, the Dodgers could be looking at, could be kicking the tires on Marlins uh, left hander, right hander. He has two arms. I don't know which one. I forget which one he throws with. Pablo Lopez. <laughs> Um, and but he mentioned you know Ruiz as one of the starting points on that one. I don't think the Dodgers are going. Uh, they're not going for length. They don't need somebody to be in this rotation next year and two years from now and all that. They don't need that. They just need a warm body to help eat up some innings. He is one of those guys that is like a. I mean, he's not you, Darvish, obviously, but he is one of those guys that's going to be a difference maker for you down the stretch. So that's one mm-hmm. of those things where I look at it and I'm like, that's possible. I don't know if they want to. I mean, yeah, but to, Ruiz, to Ruiz is that one guy where you're like, you can use this person to get who you want, depending on how in you want to go on this. Mm-hmm. You use him to make that decision. Is is it going to be a Pablo Lopez type of person? I don't know if they're really going to be willing to do that. I think it's going to have to be really the right circumstance for Andy Freeman to be like, here you go, here's a big league ready catcher that's going to have a lot of years of control and is going to be very good for you. It, it, it's going to take a lot for him to do that because we know what he's going to be. We know he's going to be a very productive hitter. We know he's going to be a very productive big leaguer. Um, and it's not often that you get that opportunity to trade that person. Will they? For Pablo? I don't think so. No. But he is a difference maker. Every year that the Dodgers have had an opportunity, that Andrew Friedman has had the opportunity to pick up a difference maker for a top prospect, that a complete top prospect, he's never done it. The one time he's gone closer to that was the Willie Calhoun yeah. for you, Darvish. But right. he's very apparent. It was it was very apparent at that time he was never going to find had no a place way in the roster. to play with these Dodgers at that yeah. time. They still had years of Zero. control on Kike. They still had years of control on CT. And he couldn't play defense it, in general. <laughs> Willie couldn't play defense. He could hit like a mofo, allegedly. But... Um, Roach says Jim Bowden is as credible as one. Wikipedia. And and you know what, Roach? <laughs> Wikipedia got me my college degree, man. So, uh, you know. Do you have sources? Yes. Yeah, Wikipedia. would not recommend going to my alma mater because apparently you can get by with Wikipedia for four years or five years or however long I was there for. I don't know. I drank a lot. Jose Rod points out the Machado trade was throwaway pieces. It's funny. Like the the big, I for, honestly, by now, I forget the big name in it. It was an outfield dude. Nothing Luke happened. Really? <laughs> um,. And then I think one of the only people that came out of that, I mean, there was Bravik Valera, the legend. The Bravik legend Valera, Bravik. rest in peace. Uh, his career is over, I, I believe. He's dead. Yeah, his career is. But uh, Zach Pop, isn't Zach Pop with the Marlins and has like a six ERA or something? Like they were nothing, nothing pieces, and they got something like that. Yeah, However, oh my gosh, there's Manny. No, there are no names on this list. Manny was a dude who was a free agent. It was very obvious he was going somewhere else. Lopez is a dude that would be around for a while. 
It's just not a Friedman move. Oh, Ryland Bannon. He was in that trade. I remember that. Ryland Bannon was a dude that I watched in the minor leagues, and I was like, he's going to be really good. Uh, yeah, they weren't, weren't. I think some of the. Uh, <laughs> you're really on Wikipedia. <laughs> I am on Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> See? Yeah, the, Roach. Minor, <laughs> the minor leaguers were, uh, were pretty sad. Some of his teammates were pretty sad. Um,. To see that guy go, he has fallen off. No, Ryland Bannon. Every well, off. they went to the Orioles. That's where careers go to die. Baltimore takes care of none of their minor. I can't leaders. tell if he got a midseason promotion or demotion. <laughs> can't tell. Well, a demotion would be called up to the big leagues. Hey, see what I did there? See what I did there? The Orioles are crap. Moving on, Kenny Rosenthal, the legend, probably <laughs> with um. He's got those bow ties, you know. I would say this is the most uh, meaty one of them all, the one that makes like the most realistic sense to happen. He linked the Ian Kennedy move. Uh, I, I don't even know if it's actually going to happen, but that's one that's out there. Ian Kennedy, longtime starter, has been a reliever, has been a closer for better part of the last three years. One really good year with KC, really sucked last year, fine this year. I think it's another jag to throw in the bullpen because, like like we said, I, uh, big time Phil Bickford guy. It's probably not going to be the guy picking up innings for you in in October. I, I mean, think, uh, if Dylan he's... Floro didn't pick up innings for you that much in October, if he had a fight for a roster spot and basically threatened to fight you uh, after he was left off the wild card roster spot or, or wild card roster, I don't think Bickford's going to be the guy. I think Kennedy's one of those dudes that uh, benefits from a. Big ass ballpark. Uh, he is what? he is sitting like ninety five though. I mean, for being yeah. like thirty six, thirty seven, Harold is he's still sitting like ninety five, still throwing that upper upper tank gas. So uh, I mean, you look at what the Dodgers are doing and what they're looking for. You don't expect them to go after like a reliever again. We've been saying this. You don't uh-huh. expect them to not get a starter, but it would definitely be an Andrew Friedman wheelhouse to just be like, you know what, you know what we're supposed to do. We're not going to do that. We're going to get a reliever. We're going to throw him on the back end. He's going to be good and. Uh, that's going to be what it is. So if they went after Kennedy, I wouldn't hate it. Wouldn't love it. Wouldn't hate it. Probably wouldn't cost that much. But they do tend to overvalue some of those guys who are just hanging on by a thread. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, unknown God on YouTube here says, let's get Brian Reynolds, Craig Kimbrell, and get a pitcher. Uh, Reynolds would be a fantastic addition. Dude's hitting uh, 312 on the year. OPS over 900. He's, he's a ball player. He's an outfielder. There's kind of become a pretty clear need in the outfield for this team because Cody can't stay healthy. Z-Mac um, is uh woof. We'll get more in on Z-Mac a little bit later. Mookie's been hurt all year. And, you know, the legend. Oh, you know what? I'm not going to say anything nice about Pollock because if I do, I think I think the... the Don't the, say anything nice. Yeah, you'll break the curse. Uh, yep. Anyways. He's got some, like, which deal. Adding an outfielder would make a good amount of sense. Adding anybody's. Any, adding any options to this team that are a little bit better than what we have right now would make a lot of sense. Um, I don't think, the, again, I think we talked about it a little bit. The Kimbrell thing isn't going to happen. Um, the, the, the rumor mill has been super quiet on him. Just that's that's what it is. That's the way it'd be. That's the way the ball bounces. Elijah says, move Belly to first, Muncie to second, trade for Gallo and Kennedy. Gallo's, I, I still stand by the, the sentiment that Gallo's going to end up in San Diego somehow. I still think somehow that's going to happen. They very much have proven they want that kind of body. If they were in... Is it right field like 180? <laughs> if they were in on Nelly, uh, Nelly Cruz... Eh. Isn't Gallo's a plus defender, though, I'm pretty sure. 
Yeah, he's definitely better than Nelson Cruz. So that's, <laughs> I think I'm, I'm a better I, defender than Nelson definitely Cruz. Definitely you. Um, Max Scherzer one of the names. This is one of the less direct one, uh, direct links, but it makes a whole lot of sense. Mad Max is in the final year of his uh, contract with the Washingtons. Uh, he's having a fine year. He's hurt right now. I think he's on the injured list, but it's not a, it's not like a, a major thing. I think he's going to miss like one start or just get, have a start pushed back. <sighs> Does seem like one of those trade Heyman, injuries. Heyman has been a guy who was on that. Of course, Heyman would be on that because sure, there's a Scott Boris guy. Um, our friend of the show, Juan Toribio, Mr. Uh, Mr. Dodger Baseball himself these days over with uh, Dodgers.com. He suggests the move. Good for him. It's real bold to suggest, hey, I, I think this team should go get a good player. But um, what, what's the, the level of realism of Max Scherzer in Dodger Blue? You want me to put a percentage on it? 1%. No, I think we we're talking about sniffing. I one percent sniff. <laughs> it smells like a one percent chance. That's what it smells like to me. In every aspect that you look at this trade, I just don't see it happening. There's just so much about it that I'm like, nope. There's no way. There's no way. And that's the way the ball sniffs. Unless you would, if they package Trey Turner, then we're having a conversation because then we're getting real weird, and I'm very excited. Uh, Trey Turner can if, play two B. If, if we're having fun, there's there are definitely some bodies that uh, the Nats want to get rid of or need to get rid of. Mm-hmm. Um, there's relievers too. I think they still have Brad Hand. Brad Hand's kind of ass, but yeah, can, you know, hand ass, ass hand. Yeah, ass the hand. Don't go ass the hand, kids. Uh, Dan Hudson, bring him back because why not? He was a nice boy. He said nice. He said nice. Uh, nice highs to me. Threw me a ball one time. Hey, little friend. Yeah, he's say. like hi, best friend. <laughs> uh, still, I, I don't, I don't. I just I can't imagine. Andy doing any of these things? No, nah, I think uh, if if you're giving me if you're like he's an hey, off season guy, Brooke, you have uh, 29 other teams or 28 other teams, I guess, to predict where Scherzer lands other than L.A. and not staying with the Nationals. I'd be like, ah, oh, Tampa Bay. I think he lands in Tampa Bay, and that's a really weird pick for me. But I think that's what everybody's picking, honestly. <laughs> Tampa Bay it makes sense. We should have went and got Rich Hill from Tampa Bay. Damn it! No, Dick Mountain he's, traded he's, to the Mets. That's he's whack. Sad in Queens now. All right, so of all these names we said as we've gone through the the rumor mill uh, as of now, as of today, um, who is, I'm going to give you two, who's the guy you want most and who's the most realistic uh, option of happening? If that's of a, everybody we said? Of everybody we said. Who do I want most and who do you who's want the most, most realistic? Yeah, so there's two of them. You have 30 uh, seconds. Who do I want most? I would like Pablo Lopez most. No. Oh. Number one out of all of them, I'd take Pablo Lopez. Who is the most realistic? I think Tyler Anderson is a pretty good pretty good bet. Do you have any sort of like voodoo on these things? Not really. I don't you're, think I ever have, no. Yeah, I've never been right in a trade. <laughs> your thing is just talking crap about players and them being good, huh? Yeah, you want me to talk crap on one of them? Um, uh, Ian Kennedy plays for the Rangers. <laughs> That's about all I need to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking of a few of the comments here. Cool Whip Special says Gallo is a choker. So uh, good for him. Anthony Madrid on Periscope says feed bets meat. Maybe his hip would work. The hip does not lie from what I understand. Roach says I want Pablo Sanchez. That's the guy from Backyard Baseball. Oh, man. Some people's kids. Mario uh, wants us to trade Kenley Jansen. Okay, to whom and for what? Let me throw this scenario at you. Let me just throw this little little spitball at you for a second. Yes. The Braves, right on the edge of being buyers and sellers. I think they should be sellers. I don't know what the hell they're doing. Let's say they make Charlie Morton available, 
in that process, they also make Jock Peterson available. Do you do you package a deal for Charlie Morton and Jock Peterson to bring them back to L.A.? Because in my mind, that's not a bad idea. It's not a it's not a great idea. It's I mean, not a bad idea. He would definitely like to come back to L.A., I'm sure. He'd like to come back to L.A. Uh, he would once again deal with the struggle of, of playing time again, which he doesn't like. He Obviously, he has no like trade protection to worry about, so it's not really up to him. But damn, isn't it an upgrade over Luke Rayleigh or Zach Rex? Or honestly, right now, Zach McKinstry. So they have a, they have a little ways to go to figure it out over there in um, in Atlanta. So uh, as of right now, one of the biggest hurdles the Dodgers are dealing with, and most of these teams in the hunt are dealing with, there are just too many teams in the hunt for a wild card spot. You got as of this morning, there was fifteen teams. Uh, in the playoffs or within five games of a wild card berth. So it's hard as an organization to be like, yeah, we're five games out of it, so we're going to punt and we're going to sell these people because you still got to put butts in the seat. You still got to, you got to, you know, keep the fan base if you want to make money, which I hear is an important part of business. Yeah. I mean, uh, the Cubs are nine games out, and that, is that is that like your barrier? Like you got to be a certain number of games out to be like now we're sellers because oh, yeah, they're they decided def- before they're definitely sellers. But somebody, but like I know you Atlanta. have teams that are like five games out, like the Braves, and it's like is five too much? Is five not enough? Are you looking at the competition and being like, even if we somehow sneak our asses into the playoffs, we're not going to because there's no you. wild card spot. It just uh, let's just make that clear: there is no other wild card spot in the National League for these you, teams. You know, like that one uh, one TV show about the football any given uh, October, any given. Uh, Game of inches or whatever. It's anybody's game. As long as you have two quality starting pitchers, you can beat anybody in the postseason, especially early on. And then it's just you luck your way well through. Yeah, and that's usually where the Dodgers are able to get everybody. But now there aren't, there isn't that team anymore. Usually the Dodgers are that team where it's like, okay, we'll just we'll wait you out, keep throwing your punches, we'll beat you in Game Seven, not a worry. Now they don't have that. They don't have that kind of firepower. So other teams might look at it like the the, the mighty have fallen in a way. We know the Yankees suck a load of butts. Um, the Red Sox aren't as good as their records, uh, as the record indicates. You, Same man. with the Giants. They got streaky kiki on their team. It's not going to work out for them long term. I thought he was a banana. When did he start Whatever. streaking? Whatever, man. <laughs> um, anyway. Someone said, stop lashing out because you're losing. When I said that about Kike the other day, I was like, I'm not lashing out. I'm just reminding you that he's a streaky hitter. That's just what he does. He goes on a crazy terror and then dies for a month. Mm-hmm. Fernando, Fernando Tatis, Tatis Jr. Jr. in the stream. <laughs> Says, nobody wants to play for you guys. San Diego is the place to go. Yeah, they got good breweries. Uh yeah. is that, beer. I had, a, I had a breakfast out there one time. You're pretty good. Yeah, you got yeah. you know good... Uh, it was a pizza place. I think I was pizza. able to buy it by the slice. So that's cool. Went to an Italian restaurant there one time. Um, Just looking at you, San Diego. Go. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Guys, uh, we're back with our friends over at uh, Chancer, Chancer app. Well, I mean, it's not back with our friends. It's like we're kind of 
We are it. our friends. We we take a, a big part in building these games. We're we're having some fun with the uh, the Chancer app last week. We want to congratulate last week's winner is JK on there. So either he's kidding or JK won. He got a six out of I think only I think it was eight or nine questions. So there's a good chance for you to win in the uh, Chancer app. You go to chancerhq.com/dodgers. You could download that app real quick. You don't even need to download the app. You could actually play it straight on your web browser. But uh, you have a chance to win a $200 Fanatic gift card. The game is officially starting this Thursday again for Chancer Thursdays with Dodgers Nation. The new game is live right now. So, again, you could join on the app, try to beat us on the leaderboard. We will be playing today and putting in our our, uh, our answers on there. Um, I wanted to, to, to give one. So this was probably one of the favorite ones, my favorite ones that I saw on on the the um, the new version of the app. It's a little poll. That's what she said. Hey, yo. Uh, <laughs> which is your favorite Justin Turner nickname? So guys, we're all together here. Gonna pick our favorite Justin Turner nickname, and uh, you know the, the the majority rules in the app. So whoever picks that, you have that's your point. So if you if you're one of the ones who picked uh, the most uh, of one of these names, you you earn that point. So you tell me, Mr. Brookme 3, is it Rojo Chingon? Oh, wait, wait. Is it Red Turn 2? Is it The Red Dream as made famous by Jerry Harrison Jr.? Is that Jay here? That's what I thought it was. JT. Mm-hmm. Nobody ever calls him that. Uh Long Beach Legend as Snoop Dio Double G called him or Ginger Jesus. What's the top nickname for Justin Turner. Yeah, it's a good question. I think it's got to be Red Turn 2. I don't think uh I don't think I uh I don't think I agree with any of the other ones. Ginger Jesus is pretty cool though. I've always liked that one. Ginger Jesus a is a solid Ginger name. Jesus, yeah. Well, you guys uh you heard his pick. My pick, uh, man, I've always been a fan of Rojo Chingon, but Ginger Jesus there's just something to it, man. There's something to it. He's less Jesusy lately though, you know. He's just losing his beard and long hair. He doesn't have the playoff flow. This I don't know true. if he'll ever bring back that like crazy playoff low. We got a couple for Red Dream. We got some fans of uh, Jerry J Hair. J Hair. J Hair's burners are in the chat. <laughs> the Rojo Chingo, and he got some Red Turn too. So you guys can play it. Vote in the app. Uh, it's one of the questions in the app. Check it out. Uh, or again, you can play online. And uh, on Thursday, we're going to be playing the game. The game will be live. That's your last chance to enter the game. So uh, join us. Join us and beat us on the leaderboard. You can win stuff. We can't win stuff, so we prefer you guys go and play it anyway. But I might just beat you just to, just to for the pride. Yeah, but you're not good at these kind of things. No, I've come in almost last place every time. <laughs> you're not good at random chance and no. uh, guessing. I have pretty bad and luck picking things people would like and reading comprehension. No, you did pick that one like weird burger sandwich thing from uh, you because you picked that and I liked it. Oh, from Doghouse. Doghouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sponsor us, please. So he's okay. He's okay at picking things people would like. All like, right, this looks good. Moving on, back to trades, back to your Los Angeles Dodgers. Um, we talked a lot about starting pitching, pretty much all starting pitching names there, save for a, a few guys, um, Brian Ryan Reynolds and and whatnot. But we know this team needs more than rotation help. There's there's more needs than meets the eye for this team. Sure, bullpen help would be nice. Probably want to throw in somebody else who can get some uh, late innings. You might have that, though, coming back in Corey Knable, who I believe actually started for Oklahoma City today yep. to to ramp up his um, his recovery from that lat issue. But the bench, man, the bench is really probably the biggest area of worry for me because there, there are two dudes on there you could really depend on. Well, I guess three in a way because 
Barnsey's crushing it as a pinch hitter. Yeah. He's like well, six let's, for twelve. Let's slow down though. Let's so let's, let's say down. two point one. Hold on, two point one. But uh, Tio Berto gets it gets the job done off the bench. He's a little bit better as a spot starter than off the bench, but he still finds a way to at least give you a quality at bat. We know our friend, our boy Matt Beatty is a guy, but um, you know Dave. Whatever doesn't know what going on there, and Dave, uh, let's be real. Matt's not overly versatile, so you need some help there on the bench. And you know, we we talk we talk so much about this team uh, about like how how well how much we like. This is one of the best teams of all time. This is this should be such a. I guess we don't go that hard because we tend to be more critical. But entering the season, people. We're talking about this being one of the best team, if not the best team of all time. Look at it, the best team ever assembled on paper. You have all of these superstars, MVPs, all-stars. Sure, they, they've only played together a handful of times, but you look at the lineups. These dudes have been running out more often than you would ever want to see. And I just get shades of the 05 Dodgers. Luke Rayleigh, man. Luke Rayleigh. <laughs> I have to see Luke Rayleigh in the Luke starting Luke Rayleigh is time. to Jason Grabowski. Oh, Grabowski. Oh, what is Zach he doing Rex now? is to Jason Repko. Oh, come on. Repko was better. <laughs> at least he had some wheels. I don't know. Again, Repko had some hits. This, this is just, I keep looking at some of these guys. I mean, this was a team that had Jose Cruz, and he was, he was like one of their better players on the team that year. Um, you know the the corpse of Milton Bradley, our uh, friend friend of my Instagram for some reason. Uh, this short lived Antonio Perez era. Jose Valentin was was supposed to be the dude that took over at third base. What are you talking about? He stopped Troy hit for league average. I, again, I just see the, this roster. You look at especially the lineups that have been happening of late while all these bodies are out here. It really, really concerns me greatly because you lose one more dude, and all of a sudden, you know, on this season or on this team, the 05 team, the one big leaguer was Jeff Kent. Okay, well, we have the old man in the infield. We have JT. When he's out of the lineup, it's not a big league club all that much right now, especially right now. It's just like your opinion, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, this is something that there's that. There's the, I, I look back at that team. A lot of people I know like to look back at that team. And that's that's really the um, I don't know I don't know but that that's like the the, the marking or that's the tent pole of of just really bad teams. Jason Grabowski, man, <laughs> legendary number thirty three, the best thirty three to ever wear it. That's right. You take that. You take that. Scott Van Slyke, uh, Van Slyke slander Roach. Man, that was hard to say. Yeah, I've been there. Anyways. Jason Grabowski's still alive. So I'm calling it the blue blinders. Maybe we're a little blind. Maybe it's the uh, the blue tinted glasses. So I want help. I think this team needs help. It's very, very, very uh, apparent that this team needs some better depth because the Dodgers would rather play. Dave Roberts would rather play with Mookie just sitting on the bench completely unavailable than call up DJ Peters or call up somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Just saying. I, I, I mean, that's why I'm, that when we're talking about these moves and we're talking about all these arms and pitchers and things like that, that's why everybody that we're talking about, I'm looking at the broader team because I'm like, there's got to be a package deal in there somewhere. There's got to be something that he's looking at, Andrew Friedman being he, mm-hmm. and saying, you know what? You're moving this arm. You're selling these guys. You're already selling off your team anyways. Why not also sell me that bat that you got right there so I could also use, please? I can has bat, sir. Uh-huh. Uh, it's going to be one of those situations. And I but very much rope. believe... 
very much believe that it's going to be one of those things. If it's the Pirates, I don't know who the hell you're going to get off the Pirates. I don't know who you want off the Pirates now that Frazier's out of there. But Reynolds. Reynolds would be probably the only other guy yeah. you would want out of that. So I don't know if that's going to it's that case, but I really don't think that they're going to not get a bat at this point because you're you're in a situation now where at the beginning of the season when you had all these injuries, you were just like, this is what happens. Like, you go through the grind of a season and something happens, you kind of lose some guys for a little bit. It tends to happen with every baseball team. Now you're in July and realizing there's something more. Uh, We don't have as deep of a team as we thought. We got hit with a lot of bad luck, but we have to get past that. We have to fill the void where we can, and we can't fill the void with the AAA players because they're not ready. So, the answer to that, go get a bat. They did. They got Billy McKinney. Go get a bat. Billy not, McKinney. Not a, not a uh, guy that stands in the box. Let's see. That would be there. Mike Edwards. There's Billy McKinney to me. Yeah, that's right. Mike Edwards, 2005. He played the most games of any Dodger at third base that year. Billy and, McKinney is just left-handed Tim LaCastro at this point. Like, there's not, I mean, there's not much about him to love. I know. You don't uh, expect much. So this is something I've been thinking about for a little while. I, I know uh, J.P. Hornstra put out a, a newsletter today where he talked a little bit about, about the uh, the bench issues. But like we said, going really diving into it a little bit. McKinney, not the answer. He's a guy just for now. Uh, Sheldon Noisy, we already talked about that. Not big league ready. Same with Rayleigh, Peters, Rex. Zach McKinstry, man. Zach Attack, love the kid. It's falling off hard. So... <clears throat> I wanted to play the side quest with you, bud. This like, is, uh, this like is your time. Quest. We're going to play uh, the rousing game of let him play or DFA, but instead of DFA, it's let him play or triple A because, you know, it's the all-powerful segment that uh, we have we have got people off the roster before using the segment. I don't know. I don't know if I took away the magic and the voodoo from it, but we highlight one player that may be struggling or perhaps just the weakest link on the team at the moment, decide whether or not we're going to let him play or... DFA is ass, and in today's case, again, we're wondering if extra seasoning at AAA could do the trick. McKinstry is batting 182, slashing 182 with a 241 on base, 343 slugging in 36 games since returning from that oblique injury. Missing Kike hours. <laughs> this is the part where. What do you mean? Those are Kike's real, numbers. What real early in the season, everybody's like, Kike, or, uh, Kike who? Uh, you know, at least the, the streak. He might right be streaking now, up right now. Right now is where you're like, oof, yeah, could have used that. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a season whole, I don't think so. I think in a normal year, you wouldn't have missed these guys. You wouldn't have been missing Jock. I, I would not have been suggesting trading for Jock at any point. And now we're at the point where we're like, Oh, look, you got Zach McKinstry who's not hitting, and he's getting a lot of starts. He's getting a lot of at-bats. You got Luke Rayleigh on your bench. I think you're you're in a situation now where you're like, yeah, I would like to have had Kike on this roster. I would have liked to have Jock on this roster. <sighs> Zach is just one of those dudes, man, that as soon as he went down that with oblique injury, yeah. he was just – I mean, he just never – found it and so, he was hitting it with his eyes closed like he had all sorts of problems yeah exactly he so, kept taking his glasses off put them back on the name of the game let him play or triple a what do you do do you do you bite the bullet and have a potentially even worse bench by sending him to triple a and letting him gain some confidence back or you just write it out and see what happens i i, I think the thing a common misconception is that you just magically get your swing fixed in triple a and that's just not always the case i think Sometimes you gotta getting let away figure from it out the spotlight man it makes it a little bit of different than bright lights at dodger stadium but then if you really go into triple a and then you can't hit at triple a then your confidence really takes a dive you're like i can't even hit triple a pitching yes. anymore how am i going to go back to the big leagues and again, you talk about those bench bats. If you're going to have Zach McKintry go back to AAA, who are you going to call up? 
the manager? Like who's coming up to hit from there? There's there is nobody. <laughs> We're at the point where there are really no big league ready players except for Kiebert. Yeah, and, you're, and they down there. very clearly said like, "Yeah, Kiebert's not coming up for some reason." No. I don't know why. No one knows why. I think because they're afraid that he's not going to get regular playing time because they're afraid to play with the roster too much. But I digress. <sighs> So let's look at some. Uh, let's go back to the trade market. Let's look at some uh, bench options or even just lineup improvement options. Because, like I already said earlier in the show, not overly sold on Gavin Lux being the answer once everybody's healthy. Yeah, Chris Taylor obviously needs to play. Corey Seager's going to play shortstop until eventually. he's no longer a Dodger. Once he eventually gets healthy, Max is your first baseman. CT's friend JT. Ginger Jesus is the third baseman. Um, Get Poyo's not coming out of the lineup. They're never going to shy away from putting Bellinger in the lineup because he's a good defender. And, uh, well, you know, Mookie's pretty good at baseball when he's healthy. So, since CT's going to be in there every day, he's going to be playing a lot of second. You don't really have a spot for Lux anymore. Um but there's also opportunities just to get better in general. I don't know. I keep throwing the Lux in there, Lux thing in there. I don't really have anything. Um, I don't have anything terrible to say about him right now. I think he's just. Hopefully, he uses that rehab time to to figure some things out because he can be really good at different points in time. This we know. But you're just afraid he's going to message you. I don't know if he's the answer <laughs> right now. No, I'm afraid of all the people in the DMs or right here. Um, bench options: Jose Ramirez, uh, reportedly. The asking price is extremely high, but again, it's John Morosi, so take it with a grain of salt. Whit Merrifield is a guy I've mentioned a few times, another hefty price tag, a guy who's perpetual, perpetually on the uh, trade block. Since he was born. Have you heard of this Kiebert Ruiz kid? No. I think Sounds that's like honestly... So of all of any trade options, Kiebert's the best guy. That's basically the long way around to saying that if they want this roster to get better, just start letting Kiebert strap it on somewhere else, man. Like Like... You're going to trade him anyway, so might as well give him a week at the big league level, less than a week. Play a little bit of, uh, I don't know, left field. Paula Duca was able to do it. This week is definitely not going to hurt his trade value for this Friday. I mean, what are you going to lose at this point? Uh, I don't think they're going to do it. I don't, I don't, I'm not even 100% sure they're going to trade him at this point because I don't know what the hell they're doing. But if you're looking at options, Jose Ramirez can play second base. I mean, he's a third baseman by trade, but I don't think they'll slide JT over to second or anything, or even over to first and move. I don't think they're going to do anything to drastically change the defensive alignment. It's not really... They've tried it before. Remember when they had Jock Peterson play first base? They've tried it before. Not big fans of it. Uh, Whit Merrifield is going to be a hefty, 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 hefty price tag, and I don't know that they'd be willing to go that far, but if you could package Whit with Danny, mm. a hell of a hell of a package you got going on. That makes your team a lot better. Yeah, but what are you going to give up? Because uh, who, who are the untouchables for, in your opinion? Who are three untouchable Dodgers? Uh, I don't have any anymore. I mean, uh, in my mind, Pepio is untouchable. Uh, Pepio is a guy that I really like. I like what he's doing. I like his makeup. I like his look. Bobby Miller to me is an untouchable. Um, Cartaya is an untouchable. Uh, and that's pretty much it for mm-hmm. me. I mean, everybody else, I'm like, have at it. You, you know, you want this guy, take him. We don't need him. <laughs> like a lot of the dudes. Point is, this team needs to get better. They have four days to do it. They have four days to figure it out. There is no waiver deadline anymore. So you can't make acquisitions happen in August. This was supposed to happen last year, but then, then, the we Rona, <laughs> then the Rona happened, so everything was just all wonky. But... This is it. If you're going to improve your club, it's here or it's internal. 
And the options internal, if you know Mookie goes is out for the playoffs, well, you just probably lost your chances of going back to back. So you kind of got to be a little bit more ready. This team has always had, you know, beyond ridiculous depth because they've had starters just chilling on the bench with Kike and with with Jock and you know oftentimes CT. Well, now you don't have all of that, so maybe you got to go out and find a way to to make something like that happen. You get you get Jose Ramirez somehow. Uh, I mean, that's a dude who can um, really be a difference maker on the infield next year. DH is most likely coming to the NL. Seager is probably going to walk, so you got to you know throw Lux at shortstop, whatever it may be. Just do something. That's a, that's that's the point. I have real. I have no. This is all just random word vomit of this. We just need help. I would prefer to win again. It was fun. I want to do it again. Help me, Andy F. You're my only hope. <laughs> and we're not going to get a chance to win again unless we beat the Giants. So last bit of the show here. It is another important. It is the most important series of the season this week. Dodgers once again go to play. The Giants are going to San Francisco with a uh, freshly bundle of joyed Max Muncy back in tow. couple of rematches. You got Urias going against uh, Logan Webb. You got Walker Bueller going against Anthony Descafani. And you have <laughs> the most veteran matchup of them all, David Price going up against Johnny Cueto. They have to take these, they have to take two of three here because you already squandered a few opportunities. Um, that's it. That's all I got. You got any takes on uh, on this series? You have like a prediction on it because I think they take two or three. Uh, well, I'd said it. That's what I want. So if I got to go with that, yeah, why not? I think Quato. I think Quato beats us. Oh, you're going with that one? Yeah, I do think Quato beats us. <laughs> you're a bad person. It's real. That's real messed up. But uh, <laughs> is it? Are we doing a show on Thursday? Are we doing, are uh, dude, doing? we got to really prepare for the trade deadline. So I think we got to play it uh, loose, fast and loose, like like women that you like. <laughs> Fast and loose. You see what I do there? Real, real loopy on this Monday. <laughs> Not feeling myself. It, it happens, guys. Look, mullet. This, this, the mullet. There's the a mullet. lot of uh, there's a lot of Dodger baseball uh, to be played this week. A lot of important Dodger baseball. There's a lot of um, a lot of the future is going to be decided here this week. That's for damn sure. Because uh, if, if man, if if Andy doesn't make any moves, I don't know that uh, this team has what it takes to repeat. Let alone. You know, secure the division for the ninth time in a row. Which I mean, if it doesn't happen, whatever. If you still make it, and you find a way. But I don't. I just don't want to be the 18 team again, where it's very clear you don't deserve to be in the World Series, and it's embarrassing, and you have to pretend. Um, they make a big trade this week. I might have to just run down here real quick and go live by myself and put like a put Vin in your chair. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, that. so that's where the camera is. Is right. They'll there. be like, "Hey guys, uh, I'm live," like that. Do you know how to push the buttons? They're right there. That's a button too. <laughs> Anyways, we're going to keep the conversation going online, so check us out on the tweeters. Check us out on all the other spots. Um, again, it's 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 weird times, guys. It's weird times. Uh, I don't think we've had a more important week of Dodger baseball in quite some time. So it, in some ways, it's really fun. It's really fun to, to have to, like, have this anxiety of it because we're Dodger fans. We don't have to deal with that that often. It's been a while since we've had. I love anxiety. Yeah, you you seem like you uh, real you enjoy anxious it. fella. <laughs> anyway, 
Anyways, that's all we got for you today. Check us out on the internet. Uh, we are at DodgersNation.com. Go check out our app while you're at it. Just Dodgers Nation. Search it on uh, the Apple or on the Google Play, and you will find us. It's pretty cool. Uh, all the stuff is there. It's a great way to follow along with the game. The score is there. Uh, a lot of our new merch is there, which one of which Mr. Brookme3 is wearing. There's a there's a Blue Heaven podcast shirt up, finally. We haven't had a new one for quite some time, so that's fun. Subscribe to uh, us on the iTunes, on the Spotify, on the iHeartRadio, on the Google Play. Everywhere your podcasts are available for free. We live there. And subscribe to us on uh, YouTube, youtube.com slash Dodgers Nation TV. You'll be glad you did. You'll be so glad you did, guys. I'm at BrokeMe3. This guy is at RealFRG. We're both on Twitter and Instagram. We are at Dodgers Nation on Twitter, at official Dodgers Nation on Instagram. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thank you for your questions. Thank you for your comments. Uh, you know, thanks for hanging with us with this whole trade season because we've been doing this a long time and trade season is hell a while. Appreciate you guys. We'll see you at some point this week because the Dodgers will be making a very large trade oh goodbye blockbuster make it a blockbuster night oh yeah in a roaring stadium Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. home.